taking the gloves off. He's talking in depth about pro wrestling, sports, pop culture, trending topics on social media, politics, and his crazy life. He's uncensored. He's unapologetic. He's media personality Brad Shepard. And he's unleashed. I'm ready to play now. Put me in the game now. I came here to prove it. I'm ready to do it. I can't be afraid now. Put me on the stage now. I'm ready to rage now. I feel like an animal stuck in a cage and I'm ready to break out. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. This time, like the last time. You better get ready to race in the top. I'm ready to do this. Show you what the truth is. I step on the field. It's time to get real. I'm feeling so ruthless. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. Lower the lights down. Hand over my crown. Hand over my heart. I do this for my town. I do this for my crowd. So turn me up real loud. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. Welcome to Brad Shepard Unleashed. This week I'm interviewing a very special guest. And just the announcement on social media that I would interview this person created chaos in the IWC. Without further ado, please welcome to the show, Billy Body. Billy, how's it going? So let, let me just like get this out of the way. Like kind of the, it's an elephant in the room for, for me. It might not be like for, for other people as to why I'm doing your show because we've previously not gotten on. Um, and uh, sure. it's, 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 it's stupid to just come on and jump on and do the show and not address that part. Now, for a few years, I felt like I did my wrestling news a certain way. Then you came along and done it the same way, irrelevant to the news. Um, and after a while, I think that it was a little bit hypocritical on my part to say like, oh, like all these other, all these other guys covering it are pussies. And then someone comes along and does it like me. And I don't really like it because I want to be the only one doing it that way. So that there was yeah. there was an element of that. There was also an element where um, it may have been coincidental, but there was a lot of stuff where I would report it and we would have the same stuff, be it you first, me first, whatever. But it did, uh, you know, at, at times I did feel like, is Brad on my Patreon? Is Brad not on my Patreon? But that was really, that really gets us through the first couple of years you're around. Now, I'm pretty stubborn. And once I create that dynamic and it's like, it's out there, I don't like this person. It's difficult to, it's difficult to go back. I actually enjoyed the confrontations with uh, Bin Hameen and Rad Rob. Mm -hmm. And I actually like the way that you, I don't know how you get yourself in that position. Because for me, I couldn't give a fuck about this. This is this is five percent of my income, and and I and I say, and when I talk about in terms of me me owning my my property and um, the car I drive, I drive I drive a Porsche Cayman, and, and me being on this one month holiday, I'm not saying it to be a prick or a heel or anything like that. I'm saying it because it comes from a place where I can say to you people right now, cancel me. Who cares? My my house is paid for. Like I'm the only one apart from maybe yourself, but I don't know how you can do it because as far as when I see you doing your raw reports and you working a lot harder than me, I feel like Brad really wants to be 
the guy in this. He wants to be the guy and he wants to be the guy who does it his way. He doesn't want to bow down to the SJWs and and, and he doesn't want to mm-hmm. pretend that Triple H fixed the WWE in one weekend. And I, and I saw that and I agree with you. Um, so so I, I, I like that. But for me, it's it's not the be all and end all at all. When I mention that, I say to, I, I say it because I couldn't give a shit. I'll say whatever I want to say. I'm not going to lie to anybody. I'm not trying to take your five dollars. Sap needs your five dollars way more than I do. I couldn't give a shit about it. My Patreon is 125 for Sports Bang. If you want to make money on Sports Bang, it's 125 dollars a month. That's where I'm at. That's the level that I'm operating at. So when I talk about that stuff, it's really just to say how protected I am from from cancellation because I'll I'll be honest with you. In 2017, when I was cancelled, when I lost my verified Twitter account because of these assholes kind of ganging up with their with their multiple reports and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. that did hurt me financially. I was worried because of that verified Twitter account led to my sports gambling stuff. At the time, I was like trying to be 50-50 wrestling and, and 50-50 sports betting. And that was just down to the, through the love of wrestling. It was down to the fact that, hey, look, I've watched this since I was five. I really want to be somebody in this in, in this business. But at the same time, like, I want to enjoy it. I want to put out content that, that's amusing. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have no apologies at all for anything that I did in terms of, okay, when, when Roman Reigns' brother died, Rosie, we put a picture out of Braun Strowman standing over him and saying, oh, we think this storyline's gone too far. Um, when, um, when, when Jim Ross, when Jim Ross died, a former colleague of us on the steel cage had an interview with uh, Jim Ross that was so boring that we said, um, maybe she, uh, crashed her motorbike listening to how, how boring this interview was. Um, when, when Ric Flair had that surgery and one of our fans said, can you believe this guy is, is drinking like two weeks after surgery? We posted it and said, can you believe this guy's fucking drinking two weeks after surgery? Like one moron. And we got heat for all this shit. I don't mm-hmm. regret any of it. Oh, and I don't apologize for it either, much like yourself. So as over the last 12 months, I've kind of started to see that we are similar in the way that we absolutely hate the same people. Mm-hmm. But because we had the heat for the first two years, like it makes it really difficult to like come back and say, oh, actually, like I kind of respect what he's doing now, especially with that, that rad Rob. He, the guy's a fucking idiot. Like I, Jesus. He, 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 he came, <laughs> he came after me in the most lamest way with the most lamest shit. Like that, 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 that doesn't, that doesn't affect me at all. Like this is the thing that people need to, to understand your saps, your satins and, and these at least smaller level guys. It's like, this is just a hobby to me. This simply started because mm-hmm. so to give you the back, I'm probably like stepping over a lot of your questions, but I, I don't know how you get information like for a few years, as, as I already said, I thought you got it from me um, over the last probably even longer than 12 months. Our stories have been different. You've hit exclusives that have been different to mine and I've hit ex- exclusives that have been different to yours. So it kind of takes away from the, the theory that it that it's just my stuff. And then, so where, the way I get this stuff is simple. I work in sports. I work in sports gambling. I work for the sports right. gambling podcast. I've been very, very open about it. Uh, back in 2014, I'm sitting there at WrestleMania 30, and um, I was out with a few guys I know from from the WWE. Um, a lot of my initial guys from WWE were UK guys that got hired. People know who they are. Um, right. And then eventually started talking, being talking and being introduced to more guys who were just stunned. 
that you could bet on this shit. And they were most stunned that um, John Cena was an underdog against Bray Wyatt because they already knew the booking decision that that Cena was going over. So they wanted to get like their, their, their money down, at which point I was in New Orleans with Sports Gambling Podcast guys and introductions were made and, and sources were created and, and, and it goes on from there. So, you know, a lot of the time my information comes from who's betting on who, like what, you know, what, who from creative or, or what, what account is, it wants to do what. And, and, and the way it all works is eventually all accounts for wrestling. Once you've made a significant amount of money in wrestling will, will become shut down. And what my guys do um, over in Vegas is they find people and say, Hey, you want to open a betting account? Well, you'll start with 500 pounds profit. All you have to do is bet on this much in this wrestling match, but a certain amount of the money needs to go to the, the person within the company that's given out the information. It's all very, very simple. And from these conversations, you can you can get more backstage information and all that kind of stuff. I've never, ever strayed from that because you'll never find out who is behind the scenes doing all this stuff. You'll never know. All I, all I can tell you is, is how it's done. And then, of course, from my time in Big Brother, uh, I was represented by the same uh, marketing company that, that, that ended up that was running the WWE. And I made introductions and, and contacts through that. And as I said, you've not revealed your sources. Sap's not revealed his sources. Nobody comes out and says it. I do. Um, and and it's legit. And it's it's very much um, hard to trace. So that's why I'm fine with doing it. Like, I'll show my... I put my cards down on the table. But I, 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 as I said, like, one of the reasons that I, I've gone from not just having... Making the money behind the scenes and giving it to my bank clients and coming out and doing it publicly... Is because I fucking hate these reporters. I hate them. Mm. I hate the fact that they've gone past being guys that give the news. Meltzer, Alvarez, Sap, Sap, they don't give news anymore. Yeah. They influence the product. They make you yeah. think that you want to watch fat Japanese guys wrestling on a pay-per-view <laughs> against AEW guys. They make you think that you want that. Like no one in this fan base, in this brainwashed dog shit community turned around and said, do I really want to see that? Like, if you close your eyes and picture it, do you really want to sit through that pay-per-view by yourself? Do you have a mind and a personality of your own? Do you really want to sit that? Or are you being influenced by these virgin fucks that are telling you that's what you want to see? Like, that's why I do the news, to get under their skin. And I'm and this whole like incident, like we'll talk about whatever. Um, it, it's just it's just the tip of the iceberg as, as to how far under everyone's skin I've managed to get. Um, but but as for being the the front and center of news of news and whatever, I, I I'm not interested in that. Like uh, to be honest, like I'd rather see you be that guy because you, you you put more effort in, you put more time in. You're covering Raw, you're covering SmackDown. I I, I don't do any of that. And you do it in a way where it should be done because, as as I said, you're not you're letting yourself get fired or fall out with people or whatever. And mm -hmm. and it's the same situation that I had. I I've only been fired once. Like these guys can claim the sports kid can claim they fired me or, or whatever. Russo never has. I heard Sap talking about that, and the steel cage never did. The only person that fired me was Raj. Is because when he hired me, a load of people complained about why are you taking on this guy, and he told me to water down my content on my own podcast. And I said, no, I'm not doing it, Raj. So he said that, well, you can only work for us under a pseudonym. And I said, I'm not doing that either. Um, so, so he said, you'll get the same money. We just won't, you know, we'll just, we'll just, we just won't have the eat. I said, Raj, I'm not doing it. So just get rid of me. 
So that that's mm. the only person where where anything, and I stood my ground. Whereas I see you're standing your ground left and right because, and and you're also under that under that in that same situation where they hire you and say, oh, we want we want to we want to invest in Brad Shepard. We want Brad Shepard. Mm-hmm. We like what you do. We like how outspoken you are. We like how you don't take no shit. And then you say it. And then they pussy out when they're confronted by the yeah. by the people, and I've seen that all of the time. Um, luckily, right now, I'm not getting. I didn't get that from Russo. It's not why I left Russo, and I'm not getting that with with Conan and Disco. So, yeah. So hopefully, um, you, you find somewhere that actually do legitimately turn around and say, "Hey, Brad, we want to. We want you to say say what you want to say, and then don't pussy out when you actually do it." Yeah, for sure. So I'll let, I'll let you. Uh, get on with your questions i wanted to get out the out the front because obviously i don't want to be a hypocrite i don't want i don't want i don't want to come on your show and people say oh i thought you didn't like that guy because these 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 idiots that'll be the first thing that they say so let's let's sort of address yeah. like the the chronological history and then get and then you can begin with what whatever yeah. you want to say i 100 percent agree billy like i really do feel like we have more in common than we don't man and and so it just totally makes sense and I'm willing to give anyone a platform, by the way, you know, Sean, you, anybody, uh, because I believe in free speech. But let's do dive in. Uh, the IWC has been buzzing, <laughs> as you know, ever since you uh, and Sean Ross App exchanged words at StarCast during SummerSlam weekend. Tell me the history between you and Sean. I feel like that's important. The history isn't. I, I saw a little clip about something that he said. The history isn't. The history isn't isn't that in, in that sense. I think for me, the history is a lot more simplistic. Um, I don't know where he's getting this thing about me threatening women or being racist to his staff or or homophobic to people or apparently he's friends of Nyla Rose now or whatever. So, in terms of the accusation that he's thrown out like for for him it's been a witch hunt in terms of trying to get as many accounts of mine has been of, uh, that have been you know, as many accounts deleted as as possible it seems like whenever there's any kind of controversy or, or anything nothing to even do with him whenever i i say something whether it be about women's wrestling or the fact that i feel that there's there has been black wrestlers who have been pushed because they're black, black wrestlers um whereas previously i mean if you look i'll give you an example um, MVP and at his peak in 2006, 2007, given by modern day standards, not maybe at the time, because there was a lot of guys around at the time, but MVP 2006 with that character, I think was worthy of a money in the bank win and a, and a, and a, and a cash in and a, and a runner's champion, at least world heavyweight champion. Right. So I, agree. I, I feel that, that there have been characters in the past um, like black guys that have been in a company that should have been organically pushed. The answer was not to to, to force to force it with uh, with Kofi Kingston because it didn't work. And he doesn't look like a champion. He didn't speak like a champion. So he didn't act like a champion. The presentation wasn't champion. That that for some reason that is a racist take in 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 the current climate. Um, to say to believe the transgenders. Um, have transgenderism in itself is a mental issue supported by the 20% suicide rate is a transphobic statement. Look, Nyla Rose looks like a dude, sounds like a dude, and she has a dick. Like, so I, I don't understand, like, what we're, what, what we're supposed to do. I mean, th- this is the thing, like, it feels like that 
real like real women um like real women we see in, in, in certain certain sports where they now have to deal with these with these with these guys coming in and and winning their sports and imagine sharing their it's like it's like they someone could go in and there could be a major incident in a bathroom and somebody would turn around and go oh what's 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 he doing in there or and then they'd be more worried about the pronoun like that that like you'll be what's she doing in there you mean so like that that's how ridiculous it's been like it's just it's just the big fucking shit show with political correctness and, and whatnot. Like, listen, mm. so turn around and saying Nyla Rose talks, sounds, and acts like a dude, and saying that I believe that the transgenders before uh, that, you know, before you know they have this removed or that removed, or we have to turn around and accept what they are. We need to look at the fact why twenty percent of these types of people are, are, are killing themselves before we start mm. fucking throwing them parades. I mean, I've accepted and we've accepted gays, uh, gays in society for years and years and years, but without them needing a parade. I think at this point, um, these parades that, that, that we're having just just is the, is the thing that alienates them from people. I think I think yeah. with all this LGBT stuff and all these rainbows and all that and, and everything that we're doing, rainbow lace and everything, I think that is alienating people. I think the in the soccer, in the EPL, I think kneeling for the black players that alienates people. We, there's no, there's no major racism towards towards black people. Uh, there's no, there's no major homophobia in 2022. Like this, all this bullshit doesn't exist. Like it's just being created by people. And to say that that is bullshit isn't racist. Like I wouldn't go into Big Brother when I did, and then take the money of the gay magazines and things that I did at the time. And and hang and take the appearances at um, gay clubs and, and have gay friends. Um, if I was in any way homophobic at all, is it? Right. Is it? Do do I like? Sort of. Um, do I like like uh, the, the the type of gays like the queeny gays? Is it my preference to hang around with these loud people? No, it isn't. Like, but that's a personality thing. There's a type of gay person that, that that I would choose not to hang around with. Like I would choose not to socialize with a loud, queeny type of you know type of gay, like you know, like like Sunny Kiss or someone like that. But 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 it's not racist or homophobic or transphobic to have any of these thoughts in the normal world or, or what the world was three or four years ago. Suddenly it is. And because I didn't become woke. I'm the one that's in the wrong because Sap and Saturn and all these guys decided that it suits their business model, right? To, it suits them to move forward with their careers, whatever that is, to become woke and to all of a sudden change with these times. And for me to sit here and go, well, this shit's ridiculous because WWE are, are pushing people because they're black, not because they're talented. Um, we, we always see... Look, when we see the pictures of, um, we don't really see so much in AEW, and it's ridiculous. AEW actually criticised it. I'm not an AEW fan, but for them to receive criticism because they don't have enough um, black champions or, or or whatever or whatever or whatever race is ridiculous. And I'm sitting here not as a white person saying this, but WWE, you do see it all the time. You see, you know, there's the the Mexican guy, the black girl, like the even in any kind of event poster you have, Rey Mysterio's always on it. And I get it because that's what 
diversity is supposed to be now and WWE have to do it. But it doesn't mean that the most talented and the most over people are being picked for the posters. And I think that is wrong. But I can't say that, Brad, because I'm now the transphobic, homophobic racist because I'm... what? How about another word? How about logical? How about instead <laughs> of putting all those words in, how about I'm the logical person in the room that didn't that didn't become woke uh, and and basically sell out in order to have more patreon subscribers and to avoid cancellations and to and to maintain more followers and 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 whatnot i mean sometimes i do feel that i i get i often get told this by and i don't i i don't bring politics or these kind of views too much into my gambling content because I'm always kind of reined in with that with my with my two guys there who run the sports sports gambling podcast, and they say, "Look, don't don't forget." Michael Jordan once said that Democrats and Republicans both buy Jordans, right? Yeah. So over there, when you're looking at the type of money that that we're that we're generating and and what the subs pay there, I, I don't want to turn somebody off from paying 125 dollars a month, which is which is over a thousand dollars a year, because yeah. I said something about trump or biden or or this or that or whatever so it, it doesn't really fit there but but this 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 wrestling community they are political the gambling community they're not they just want to win they just want to win money they just want to they just want to go with the person that win the most money this this wrestling time out it's political in terms of the product it's political in terms of what goes on outside and with me and sap getting back to the question in a roundabout way that's all that's all politics that's all one guy is very very woke and one guy is very, very not, and he's on my ass trying to get me cancelled all of the time, continuously uh, reporting this, reporting that, telling people to report it, and that's really the the history. There's been no overriding incident until this weekend. I mean, I did, I mean, he, I did turn around and say yes at some point that when I see you, I'm going to punch you in the face. Um, but the history of that is, is that. I see Sean Rapp, Sean Ross Sapp all the time, um, pre-pandemic, because uh, I didn't used to attend uh, all the events with my son. The, the, the events I go to with my son regularly would be WrestleMania because it's an Easter holiday and SummerSlam right now because it's in the summer holiday. When I attend, uh, when, I, when I have attended the likes of Money in the Bank and, and other B shows and, and whatnot in the past, um, my son hasn't been there. And I've seen Sean Ross Sapp three times and he never spoke to me. So when, so when he when he decided to make his move this weekend, it was in the confines of um, his community, um, security guards watching over him, uh, a 10-year-old mm. next to me, whether he wants to dispute that or not, a 10-year-old sitting mm. right here. Like Brad, when we before we came off the air, um, Brad, Brad, um, Brad, Brad knew that I was talking to him and trying to set him up to make mm. sure that he was occupied with, with whatever he's doing here on the site. So that that's when Sean Ross uh, picked his spot. And um, even then, so the smartest thing for me to do in that confrontation this weekend um, would have been to say, fuck off and with a kid, right? But right. because it's sap and because it's this community and because he set it up with filming, with that, with that, with that Brian Zane guy filming it straight away, I turned around, stood my ground and said, let's just go outside. Let's just go outside. Let, let's yeah. go outside. Because somewhere... In this, in this, in in the heat of the moment, in my in my stupid brain was telling me, if he goes outside, he's agreed to fight you, and you can tell that right. to the police. You can tell that to the police, and they might just turn around and go, "Well, this is a fight. 
he said to him, come outside. Mutual he combat. Said, yeah, he said, well, I don't know if this would actually work if the police came, but basically my mind was telling me that <laughs> it's, be it's better to hit him outside than to hit him inside while the cameras are rolling in this situation. So if he, right. if he agree, if he takes the invitation to come outside, then I have something to say. If I punch him right now, I'm deported. I'm arrested, first of all. And there's a 24 to 48 hour period where my kid is being supervised by, um, by the, by the Nashville police. So it's, it's a no win situation. I think I took the middle option in that, in that, in that client, in that situation. We've seen the pictures, we've seen the video clips, and uh, what happened? Tell us what happened with Sean over StarCast Weekend. Okay, so, yeah, I'm trying to think in terms of, I'm trying, we, listen, if I, you're, you're sitting right here, so I'm going to try and tell the story of what happened. So if, if I get this wrong in any way, you're sitting right there. So you were, so you try and, just, just correct me. Um, so as far as from what I remember it, because it's a heated confrontation, um sure my my son me i was i was sitting there with my son we'd just gone to i was walking with my son we'd just gone round to get a, a sandwich or whatever from from starcast so sap comes over my son then grabs a seat so for these people that are saying that um oh he wasn't he wasn't anywhere to be seen well where the fuck was he then i had to see ages before it happened i was i i we me and you were sitting there for like 10 minutes and then you just came Okay. Well, yeah. Well, how far? How close were you from the whole thing, though? I was literally right next to him. Right, right next to him. Okay. Wasn't in the campus. Okay. All right. So he's right by there. Like, so I'm, I'm literally standing at a table next to the major, next to the major figures table, basically, uh, wait, waiting for him to finish um, this turkey sandwich or whatever. So um, at this point, he comes over and he does put a uh, tap me on the shoulder and say, "You got something to fucking say." And uh, at this point, the dialogue, the, the dialogue pretty much escapes me. Uh, um, I think it was, I think I turned around and went, yeah, I fucking do. Um, I think I turned around and went, um, you can't, I think I, I tagged his, um, I said, your, con your content's fucking shit and you need to fucking stop speaking about me. And, um, and he goes, he goes, and, he, and I think he then he turned around and said, I don't fucking care about you. I don't want to talk about you. I don't care about you. I don't care about disco. Um, but you're a transphobic, homophobic piece of shit, right? So at which at which at which point? No, that that's not correct. Sorry, sorry, uh, Brad. Uh, he said to me. Uh, he said to me. I don't care about you. Stop talking. And then I went. Oh, but you. But but you. But you're happy to say that I'm transphobic. But I'm home that I'm homophobic. And he goes, because you are, because you are, because you are. And um, it just went on and on in that path, uh, down that down that route for a while. Um, he turned he turned around at, at one point um, and, and cupped his ear like that. That's because um, that's because they turned around and said, why don't you come outside? Then? Why don't you come outside? He goes, I don't want he goes, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you over pro wrestling. I went, yeah, because you're a fucking faggot. Like, so. I, I did turn around that that part that's being put out there is being said, but everything where I pushed, where I pushed Sean or where I, where I pushed him out of my face or wherever I was more aggressive is edited, is edited out because they're trying to go with the stills of, you know, with him being out there with his ear cupped, he turned around that part of it where he is, where he's just turning around and going, Oh, so you're not homophobic. 
oh, you're not homophobic. Well, did, did you just call me? Did you just call me a, a faggot? I went, yeah, you're a fucking woke little pussy faggot. And why don't you fucking come outside? Um, and then he just he just turned around. He goes, I'm not going to fight. He goes, I'm not going to fight you over pro wrestling. He goes, but you said you hit me on the spot. And I said, what? And get deported. I said, if you come out, if you come outside, it's a fight, isn't it? So at this point, the um, the security then comes over and, and just separates the and separates the whole thing. So that's that's the best part of it that I can remember. But I think the main thing for me is that this ain't this ain't a thing to me. Like from coming from like London, um, this is the kind of thing that would happen. As I've said to one of my colleagues. If somebody got served in front of you at a bar and you'd been waiting there longer and um, and you would then, you know, you may have a conversation about it like like this. If it, if it got if it got heated, you're obviously not going to throw down over it and whatnot. But, you know, if it, it would be an argument that happened in a bar uh, over 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 something very, very minor, possibly not as minor mm -hmm. as being served a drink first or whatever. But for me, this is this this was just an argument. Obviously, it had been brewing for a while. There's, there's nothing I can do in that situation. As, as I said, and as I'm going to say to Conan on Keeping It 100, is there has been some talk saying, oh, you know, like, if I'm in that situation, I'll just I'll just punch the guy out. But it's, it's, easy, it's easier said than done. With me having to do that, I don't have an ESTO when I come over here. I have a visa. Uh, my visa is because I work for the Sports Gambling Podcast. My income is dollars. Um, so that would be removed or in some serious jeopardy. Um, the arrest would make it difficult to come back into the US. Um, there would probably be a charge and a court hearing, and I think I'd have to stay for the process. Um, there's bail. I wouldn't get out in time for SummerSlam. There's the 24 to 48 hour like detention of me, and therefore like the, the holding of my, of my son. There's, it, it just becomes massively pointless. But despite that fact, and despite all of that, I still wanted to fight the guy outside because, as I said, I justified it as if he comes outside, then he's agreed to this and then and then it can all happen. Yeah. And for anybody turning around and, and seeing that and saying, so the two things that bother me are the fact that there, well, there's three things that bother me. I'll, I'll speak about all three of them. The first thing was, is that there's no kid there. Well, there's nowhere else for the kid to go. There's, there's people I know there, but I'm not leaving him with Joe Feeney or, Nick Aldis or Eric Bischoff or James Storm, like they're not. I don't. They're not. They're, they're not. They're not babysitters. Like they're not going to be like, hey, don't take my kid or anything or anything like that. That's not the relationship I have with any of these people. And if I did, I'm pretty sure my son's mother would be pretty pissed off that I decided to leave him with these pro wrestling uh, people whilst I decided to walk around a convention. There's just no need for that. On one hand. Sap's trying to turn around and say there's no kid. On the other hand, he's decided to bury a child by saying that um, as I walked off with security, my kid stuck one finger up at him. as to say that I'm a shit dad who brings my, my son up in, in this shit way. So he, what, what way do you want to have it? And then, and then the other thing is he turns around and goes, there was another thing in that part which was sent to me where he's turned around and goes, oh, Billy makes no money from doing this or there's no income or or whatever. Dude, like, I've just been to, I went to Madison Square Garden first, and I've been to, to Nashville, and now I'm, we're recording this in my in my hotel room in Orlando, because I'm not home in the UK yet. Like, how much do you think that costs? 
Like, how, how much do you think it costs to come from England to go from New York to, to Nashville and then to go to Orlando? Like, am I realistically doing badly if I'm even on this fucking vacation? Like, I, I don't understand this, this community is so stupid. Like, I don't understand that, like, they'll literally, like, to, to watch that video, to watch that video or the even the clips they released, and they released the best bits that they had. They released the bits that glorified Sean the most. This was the toughest that Sean Ross Sapp has ever looked in his life in what they released, right? Uh, from the five-minute clips, they the five minutes that they had, they released um, 30, you know, two 30-second clips or whatever that, that, that apparently made Sean look the best uh, because I think they believe that a security guard taking me away is some kind of victory for, for Sean. Well, the security guard... In nine times out nine situations out of ten in any bar that I've ever been to in the world, the person who looks more likely to lose their rag or do something or has been the aggressor and is trying to move the situation on to a more to a physical allocation, which I which is what I wanted, um, would be the one that's removed. They removed me, they didn't remove Sean. So whatever's being hidden before that it's being hidden for a reason i'm not sitting here saying oh i'm proud of the fact i was shouting and screaming and, and, and calling him a fag and whatnot and by the way one other thing in england when we say fag um in this it's not like you guys like when you guys say faggot it's it's gone it's it's grown in the u.s to become quite serious insult like quite a serious homophobic slur we say oh those those skinny jeans make you look like a fag your hair makes you look like a fag. The way you play, oh my god! Like you know, if you if you don't go in for a tackle in a soccer game, like if you we say, oh you bottled it, or oh my god, like uh, that you 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 fagged out or whatever. Like yeah. it's it's different. Like the the, the whole the, the whole the whole context of that word. Like in my in my social circle, it's used. Uh, people can turn around and say, oh well, your your friends are assholes or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like I I grew up, mm. um, you know. It, when, when I came through uni and, and college and whatnot, I played for the, the sport teams. I've always played in sports teams. I continue to play soccer to this very day. I've played soccer from when I was, um, since I was seven years old to, to, to 40 years old. So like, this is the, these are the kind of people that yeah. I surround myself with. I'm, I, I'm a sports, I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I'm a guy that, that goes out and I'm, I'm, I'm a bars and I'm a bar guy. I'm a sports yeah. guy. Like I'm not, like a basement dweller. Like I'm not these yeah. fucking sitting in my basement watching wrestling, watching Japanese tapes and, <laughs> and sitting there and talking to each other in forums or whatnot. So my friends, they 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 will they will do these things. They will they will go out, they will talk to girls. We do play sports. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll smoke weed, we'll do coke. Like point is though, I think Billy, what you're saying is you don't literally think the guy is gay. Yeah. No, exactly. Exa like, exactly. Like, there's, there's, there's a way. Like, in terms of when you say when you're talking about like that that particular word and the way that I use it, it it's in reference to um, a behavioral, a, 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 a type of behavior. Like, and it's 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 common. It's commonly used. But as I said, like when you want people cancelled and whatnot, um, you'll use every single thing that you can. Like. I think anybody that I've used that have heard me use the word or whatever, they know I'm not turning around and going, "Oh, you're a ra you're a raging homosexual." And by the way, like 
gays are not even offended by the word. Like most right. mo- most gays, especially when the type of gay that that is. Like, and 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 the thing is, is that for years, I remember there was a a word, a phrase out. Do you remember when it was okay to call? A girl, you know, when you had these girls that used to go out with their gay friends and you used to call them a fag hag. Like, yes. is that still a thing? Yep. Or is that dead, or is that gone? Oh, that is totally politically incorrect here. They would have a meltdown over that. Okay. Well, we still we still we still use it. Like there there were there were girls that so we used to say, like, so when people used to say to me, like, oh, you, when my when my friends used to say to me, like, why do you take all the um like you you take so many bookings with GAY, which is the gay club in London? I used to say it's full of fag hacks. Like it's full of fag hags because like it's all it's all gays in there. The girls love to hang around with the gays, and any kind of straight guy that comes in there that's accepted by them, which I was, um, you just have the pick of the the bunch. It's a it's a great place to go um, if you can if you can navigate that that situation, um, and then because you can have the pick of the fag hags, which is what we which is what we used to call it. But like you can't now say anything like you you can't now say any of this stuff and whatnot so i mean going back to that 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 the situation with sap um when i call when i when i call him that like when i when i say to him you're a fucking fag like i'm talking about him being uh, acting like a queenie weak kind of feminine fag like that in, in that in that kind of way so whether whether you're you're offended by that or whatever like i don't, I don't care like that that's why I, i'm i'm beyond being cancelled in the in the wrestling industry, I can lose Twitter's constantly. I come back, um, they they gain two three thousand followers within a few months because people want to hear why what want to see why tweet, and they want to go to my podcast and they'll listen to this show. Um, this, this show will do well. Uh, they'll listen to this week's K one hundred and um, and and they'll continue to and they'll continue to listen and and this whole thing this weekend. So I oh, sorry. Let me let me not jump all over the place and just finish this point with with the three things that, that I was said that would bother me about it. Um, I, I think, jeez, oh, I'm trying to remember what 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 actually what what bothered me about it. Yeah, it was the um, it it was it was the fact that like we only see like parts of it. We 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 don't we don't see any we don't see any part of it. Um, we don't see the full thing. Um, the secondly was that was the take people had that in some way I backed down. And, and and how sap can come off looking good in that whole situation it just kind of shows you what this community's what this community's like um because because nobody could watch that and 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 see that in, in any in any other way one guy being me wanted to go outside the other guy wanted to sit there and talk and when you're when you're a Sean Ross sap fan and you're from that side of the community you excuse the fact that I wanted to go outside. You excuse the fact you you let him you let him off with the fact that he approached me with a child there. Like all of that is all of that's forgiven because the only thing they want to see is that I didn't hit the guy. So somehow that gives him some kind of moral victory. So he went mm-hmm. he went and stood face to face with me and didn't get smacked. So he won. But that that that's that's the math that's that's the mathematics of the situation. The third thing was is that this this Twitter account got created, um, which was um, Billy's gut or, or something along those lines. Now, the irony is, is that um, I actually had a I actually had a broken leg for like the last year. But as um, before I came on this holiday, 
I was able to get clearance to to start working out and training. Well, I was working out anyway, but like to start doing cardio again and whatnot. So I've actually been on my Peloton bike and, and shifted all of that weight. So this picture where I'm face to face with him and you can see this like lump in my stomach. If you zoom in on that, you will quite clearly see that my stomach is shaped like a square. Nobody has a square shaped stomach. Now, because I know that I'm going to a convention where most of the people aren't going to be in shape. Uh, let's, let's be honest. We know what, what these guys are going to look and, and smell like. Um, so I, I decided to, to not only at this, but also most of the days I've been in the US, in New York and Nashville, um, I've been wearing like my, my waist trainer which is basically like a male like corset underneath my, my T-shirts, um, largely down to the fact that we're coming to Orlando and we are going to um, Volcano Bay and SeaWorld Aquatica and all of these other places where I'm going to be shirtless and taking photos. So I continued to train throughout last week. Um, I didn't go crazy with my diet. I am now this week um, because I've got to the weight that I wanted to be at. Um, so... So yeah, like that that's that's what was underneath there, like like sticking out. I wasn't expected to be photographed having a face-to-face confrontation with Sean Rossat. But if the wrestling community are turning around and saying that, that I'm ugly and that I look like Charles Manson and that I'm fat, like Jesus, like if they were legitimate claims, if I was uglier than the wrestling fans and I was fatter than wrestling fans, I would commit I would genuinely commit suicide. Like that 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 or I would I would genuinely look at spending thousands and thousands of pounds on on cosmetic altering surgery to fix whatever i really felt like i needed to fix in order to differentiate myself from this from this audience and i apologize like if you're if you're in this audience and you're offended by it look like i i think here's, here's another thing i think if you're listening to brad or if you're listening to me contrary to the fact that a lot of people said like what were you even doing at Starcast and you know you know there's going to be people there that don't like you know the type of people that are going to be there well actually like a lot of people that listen to K100 and a lot of people uh, that listen to me on the day sheets or even the sports gaming podcast they were at that convention and this included a load of people in the green t-shirts that are working for Starcast and they came up to me and they asked me for like pictures and, and the conversations and and uh, we even like met this one guy called um, called Clint, a listener from K100, who's got an amazing job. Um, like spoke to me about it and what he does, and and yeah. So and we even like hung out with him a bit. Um, so I was surprised in terms of I was surprised and not surprised because I was surprised that these cool people existed, but I was also not surprised that they were listening to me because mm. it does feel you know because because it just seems like I didn't realize that I have an audience that do go to these things, but they, they, they also go to these things for the same reason that I went to these things because my son wanted to meet Ric Flair and my son wanted to meet Bret Hart because they may look, let's not, let's not talk bullshit here. We, you never know in this industry when the last time someone's going to do a signing, look at Scott Hall. I didn't know Scott Hall's last signing would be pre pandemic. Right. So, you know, you, you, you go, you go to these things and you, and you meet the people that you, that you want to meet. So that that's re- really the reason why a lot of people with it. So so sometimes like I'm actually a little bit more wary about turning around now uh, off the back of the convention and saying everybody's fat and everybody's bald and everybody stinks. Like 
because a lot of people that actually listen to me or probably listen to you too actually agree with what we say and mm -hmm. everybody that i met and i'm not just bullshitting you or, or, or trying to put my podcast over or put these guys over because they they asked me for pictures or, or, or conversation um they all the hygiene seemed fine um they from the conversations i had like with, with a couple of them their jobs were good um i don't, I don't remember anybody like i had a photo with being particularly fat obese or, or anything of that nature and yeah I, I do think that there's an alternative alternative audience there and if we continue to plug away um let's be, like as i said forget about monetary gain or or anything like that if we continue to plug away and we are doing that we are getting under their under their skin because sap wouldn't be rattled sap wouldn't be as rattled as he is if there wasn't an opportunity for us to create an alternative audience because this that there are people that are sick of the, look at the end of the day we're all here because of pro wrestling we're all here because at some point at some point we really enjoyed watching two hours of, i don't know if we ever enjoyed it at three hours but we always enjoyed two hours of, of pro wrestling right that's why everybody's here so that that's the common bond that, that ties everybody together some people have decided that they just enjoy wrestling no matter what. Some people have decided that it's acceptable to have 20 minute matches that mean nothing that runs through like ad breaks. And, you know, we know, we know when the ads coming, we know the spot where someone goes out to the floor and my, and Michael Cole or whoever turn around is going to say like, Oh, we're going to continue this after the break. There are some people that are just going to stomach that. And that's called the core audience. And they watch both shows on Wednesday, Monday, or three shows. Um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. God, God knows what you call the audience that that watch Rampage, but um, <laughs> but 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 yeah, like that they're they're just gonna stomach everything. And there's this audience that, that are out there that just wish this shit would get better, and they they hold on to that those those tiny moments of like hope where you see something, you see an angle, you see a storyline, you see you know little bits, little traces in there. I can think of little tiny parts of Edge and Rollins last year or. Sometimes when Becky Lynch goes out there and does does a promo or, or anytime anytime Brock's on TV, because I still think he's the most yeah. believable guy. And I think I think Roman's great. Like there there yeah. are there are there are bits there, but it's too it's, it's too little. It's just not enough. It's such a, it's too much of a small percentage. But 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 there are a group of fans that that are willing to turn around and go, yeah, I do still watch. Um, I, I do enjoy twenty percent of the show. If you're being honest with yourself. And, and and I hope that there's a bigger percentage to come. I hope that I'll start enjoying 50% of the show again. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that that mm -hmm. there is this audience that exists that, that will, will watch us and listen to us calling it properly. Like, we're not here to pretend that we're woke and to rob as many subscribers as you can. Because trust me, I, I, I could be making a hell of a lot more money doing this. I would be, I would be able to keep one Twitter account I'd be able to like stay with either Raj or Sports Keter or any of these people. Brad would be working wherever you were the first time. I think I started. I came. Uh, I came to know of you. I think it was Sports Pro Extra or something. Well, yeah, Pro Sports Extra. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, the, these are jobs that everybody could have kept and and grown an audience. But if it, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit with, with what you want to do. And as I said, like for me. The pressure's not as much as it is on you because I have the the income, the main income comes in from somewhere else. I don't know enough about you to know that why or how that you can you can afford to let yourself just continue down this path by being mm -hmm. as honest as you can. Perhaps that 
you're just perhaps you're not making as much money as you should be and you just believe that eventually this is the right thing to do and that it will like bear like fruit completely like i i don't know like we'll talk about it one day uh maybe i can interview you and we do it the other way around and find out how you continue to persist down this this path of, of of what you believe to be right but for me it's no risk because i it's it's, it's not my it's not my bread and butter he seemed to be holding on tightly to a blunt object, like a microphone or something, in yeah. his dominant hand. So uh, did you notice that at the time? And I also noticed that, frankly, he seemed to get a little bit more brave as the staff member from StarCast seemed to approach both of you. Um, yeah, I think, I, I, I think I noticed, like, the bravery being knocked out of him as the as the conversation like continued because as i started to sort of push my chest more towards his um and 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 go nose to nose with the guy and started to to shout a little bit more and more i think he i think he did i think he knew that all eyes were on the on the confrontation there was there was only one person more likely to actually finally lose it and um i think then it turned into a situation where okay like when I first approached this guy, if he punched me, like you know, Brian, uh, Brian's my friend, he would have filmed it and whatnot. But I think by the time it reached that point, there was a potential that Sap would have been punched in front of about 70, 70 to 60, 70 people that, 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 that had been watching at that point. So I think that that kind of I felt that kind of with, within him, um, he didn't really say that much as the, as as the thing progressed. Um, but as I said, like for me, the most important thing is I'm not, I, I, I'm disappointed by it. Like I'm not touting for me, this is that there is, I'm not proud of it in any way for me. Like this is, this is, this is, this is disappointing. I'm disappointed. They didn't go outside. Uh, for me, obviously, um, there, there is, there is the part where I turn around and said that, um, I would do something next time I saw him. I didn't, I didn't count on the fact that that would be when I was with a child and, and being into that situation. Um, also, obviously, um, didn't want it to be filmed uh, because you got the evidence of everything right there uh, on camera. Um, it's really, really super public. Um, so uh, he's also his wife's, his wife's next to him as well. Um, and from my understanding, you know, he cheats, he cheats on her. Um, he, he likes to rub other girls' thighs. Um, from what from what we all know, I'm pretty sure that wasn't that wasn't to his wife. Um, so th this this girl, she's already married to Sean Ross Sapp. He already cheats on her with his with his wrestling groupies that we can talk about, by the way, because you know one you got the one that's got the face like a horse, and we've got the one who um, if he did if she if they, she did want to get too adventurous, they can't do they can't do anal because she doesn't have an asshole there. So <laughs> so I mean so I mean. So I mean, he's not. So I mean, he's not exactly a glorious, a glorious group of goop, a groupies that he's gathering there. But he does have them, and there's obviously something going on with these people because you never hear or see from his wife. But I do know that she was that she was there because she was right by him, and I just felt like, you know, quite sorry for for the girl at, at that at that point because, I mean, there was even a part of me that wanted to turn around and say like, oh, like. Don't don't you cheat on her? Like, don't 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 you want to have you explained to her like how you who, whose thighs you wanted to rub or or anything like that? But you know, then 
then I'm going down to the point where I'm dragging in somebody where I'm pissed off that he's done it while my kid's there. So it's it's going down to that that level. Whereas I just simply wanted to go outside off camera and and do what do what we said we or do what I said I wanted to do. But so for me, it's not a glorious incident. It's not anything like I know there's there's people like the Major Brothers podcast and whatnot that are using it as a photo to 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 your attention to their their stand and whatnot with that the fe action figure whatever like yeah that 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 that's all fine and the internet can have like fun with it or whatever and, and interpret it as as whatever and, and sap sap can even go and, and celebrate it and do a 45 minute show on on it on it and how he stood up to me and how he stood up for his friends and how he stood up for against transphobia and racism and, and everything that he thinks he's or he claims that he's standing up for look none of these things are real like i've explained like they may be real like i may be look i don't will overlook the fact that i may be completely out of touch i don't want to overlook the fact that the, or the possibility it's not fact the possibility that i'm i've been left behind right the world may have moved past me brad right i may mm. be transphobic i may be racist i may be homophobic for thinking all of these things for thinking that um for thinking that we don't need rainbows we don't need a rainbow symbol but uh, to thinking that gays have achieved what they wanted to achieve in the late 80s and the 90s where they were where they were you know ridiculed and 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 isolated and, and whatnot look we're not in that situation anymore like when we're not where we were with black people we're not where we were with gays we're not even where we were with women like you know in fact you know, another controversial take, maybe maybe we've gone too far the other way. There's probably employers that are looking to actively hire women and are actively looking to hire black people for roles that they are not as well qualified as the as white males and, and, and other people that, that may apply for them because that seems to be the fashionable thing or the political thing to do. Maybe we've reached that point where we've gone round to the other side. But if you dare say that, then you're even more racist and sexist, according to the, this audience. You can't say shit. And as I said, I, I I'm not going to sit here and say 100%. I'm not the problem. If if society has moved past me, but if society has, then society fucking sucks. Like this whole like, you know, this this whole like Biden esque like this Biden esque world that we're that we're living in now. Um, you know, it's, it's not for me. Like it's not it's not for me. Like it's not. It's not like um, it's not something that I would vote for. It's not something that I approve of, and it's not something that I think is. I don't. It's not something I think is right. I don't think that really between you know my adult years, which I would say are, um, you know, really I turned. Uh, so if I turn adult after I'm like eighteen, so in in, in two thousand and two, up to the, let's say up until the pandemic, I think we started to get really woke around 2017. So let's say between 2020 to 2002 to 2017, in those 15 years, I don't think in those 15 years that there was anything really massively wrong with the world. I don't think that homophobia was crazy. I don't think that people were, were laughing and pointing at transgenders and, and trying to make them kill themselves. I don't think that we were massively racist in, in any way. I think that we made a lot of progress in the in the nineties and the in the eighties, and we got to a point where we started this 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 decade this uh, this century, and everything was okay. 
that's my opinion. I and and I and I don't think that 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 um that anything I said passes as the things that he says that they pass for. So that that that's that that's where we're at. So yeah, and so uh, so getting back to the, what you what you asked, yeah, I. I, I the, the the situation for me. I'd be embarrassed to be online celebrating this, um, and I'm not like I, I I'm not the one who's been uh, yeah I've tweeted about things in in defence. Like I've I've responded to to comments and whatnot. And the large one, the, the the main one has been where I've turned around and said, look, I'm telling him to go outside. That's all I can do in the situation is just say come outside. For me, that's the overriding quote in anything yeah you can say i call him a fag mm-hmm. and you can say that we we i turned around and said his content was his content was shit and and i steal Which it is true yeah I, yeah and i and i post it out i post out the, the 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 stories and whatnot just just to show how terrible it is like oh this this tna wrestler has got an injury and he's going to be like this this tna guy is going to be out for for two months or, or this guy in the Indies took a, took a dump yesterday or, or whatever, he, whatever he posts out. Like it's not, it's, it's nothing. It's not even worth $5. It's so bad. Like what, what he's putting out there. And then, and then, you know, for him to turn around on his show and go, Oh, this, this, this guy's content's been disputed by this person and this person, and he never gets everything right. I can, I can come on the show and, and tell you at least 20 things that I said this year that, that, that nobody did. I mean, I, I mean, and from your part, you, I was impressed when you had the name of the, of, you know, I know you, you had a big issue with it, but when you, when you posted the name, like it's difficult to get the name of the person that was involved in the Vince McMahon issue. I didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't have, yeah. I didn't have that story. Um, but I mean, what I did have this year was like the, the situation with the rock, the WrestleMania main events, the Royal Rumble winners, um, the, the you know the next opponents for for Roman Reigns like the situation with where they were going to cap the crowd this weekend at SummerSlam I knew that Charlotte was going to be involved in Ric Flair's match like it goes on and on and on and on like you didn't you didn't read this shit on Fightful because Fightful is fucking shit yeah. like there's there's nothing on there the guy knows nobody he has a couple of like PR contacts at the WWE one guy's called Adam Hopkins. And um, the reason I don't deal with Adam Hopkins and I never have done any of my site is because I don't give a fuck about having interviews with the guys in the WWE because they don't tell you anything right. like it's, it's generic. Like, OK, yeah, you can turn around and go, oh, my site spoke to um, this guy and that guy or whatever, like, you know, whatever WWE mid card they throw out at you. But what are you going to get? Like, what quote? are you going to get that's going to, that's really going to, that's going to create an interest? Yeah. You might get some, um, you know, some, some traffic or, or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not doing this for, for those, for those reasons. Like once you get in bed with Adam Hopkins and, and, and with the WWE like that, then they'll start telling you what you can and can't post. And then you'll lose those media privileges already. Like when we did, he, he's talking about, Oh, Lana and Rusev disputed a story. Well, it's because they asked for their release in 2017 and they didn't get it. And they come out and said they didn't ask for it, but they did. So, and and when we didn't and when we didn't remove it uh, after it was it was around uh, after after SummerSlam 2017, we didn't we didn't get our we didn't get our media stuff for the Survivor Series that year because we didn't do what we were asked to do for the for the Rusev story. That's just how it works. But but when they ask you to remove a story, they they only ask you to remove a story because they know that you got the right story. And then they don't want you to report it. But you know, this this is all this guy has. Like, I 
I think it's a crime that you can have you can email um, a PR guy at WWE and he gives you some information and then you decide to charge people for it. Like I don't think the WWE should be allowing that to happen. Where he's not getting information from is is anybody who works um, for the company, other than the fact that one thing, one the only thing that he has that you know i don't think i don't think it's worth look the raw and smackdown and wrestling in general isn't good enough anyway to be at this point to be spoiled so why on earth you would want to see the run sheet uh one hour before the show which he obviously gets from somebody who sends him a photo of the board or, or whatever like that's that's the one thing he has i don't know why you would want that but that but obviously he is in contact with some kind of um runner or somebody who works be on the, on the camera crew or create it's a small source it's a small source because mm-hmm. that that tv board uh, is up for everybody so anybody can walk past that and and catch a glimpse of of what's going on it's not a pay per view it's not like right. um, or and it's not like the finishes are up there or whatnot because that's done by you know all the individual agents and whatnot so yeah, like he has somebody who is back there who gets a picture of the board, right? So that, that's that's one of the reasons. If you want to go to Fightful and pay $5 a month and your best thing you're going to get is you're going to find out what's happening on Raw an hour before Raw or SmackDown, whatever, like then then go and invest your $5. Um, or you can invest in, um, or you can just go to my Twitter accounts for free and I'm going to give you all the Fightful, the relevant Fightful stuff for nothing because... I want to make sure that Sean Rossap makes as little money as he possibly can. So this this is this is the thing. This this there's nothing there's nothing there. And the reason why he has so much of an issue with us and tries to bring it round to social justice and, and wokeness and homophobia and, and transphobia and, and he turned around and went, he's a bad guy. That's that was that was his overriding statement in the in, in the in the thing he's a ter- he's a terrible guy and, and, and you're a terrible guy and it's the things I've seen aimed at you. But the fact is is that we could be terrible guys, but the main thing that gets under their skin is the fact that we haven't got terrible news. Like we yeah. we we've got shit that comes to fruition that they can't get hold of. Right, mm-hmm. but they—they they, he was furious once that I turned around and said that oh Becky's announcement she's going to be pregnant, and he turned around and went I knew that, but I would never report on someone's pregnancy. Oh, fuck you, like absolutely, you didn't know. Yeah. Like you could turn around and say that you knew and you wouldn't do it, but it's nothing that you wouldn't report if you had the chance to 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 report it. Like so, you know, it's 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 all a case of. What, whatever, what, wherever we're getting our, our stuff from, and I've already spoke about mine because um, there's there's no way to trace it. Um, it. It's something that he can't get hold of, and that all at the end of the day, that comes that 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 becomes the the big problem. What they're scared of is the growth of people like us, and more, yes. most importantly, the style of the style that we that we have. And, and as I said before. Um, my issue with you is the fact that there were two of us doing the same thing. Now I'm at the point where I wish there was 10 of us doing it. Like sure. I, 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 I want like Cornette to step it up. I want Vince to carry on what he's doing. I, I want Disco to continue to g- draw haters. And I wish there were five, 10 more guys doing it that had the balls to do it that weren't trying to, you know, because everybody like did you, you posted the fucking email with Rad, Rob, 
sucking up to sap and trying to worm his way into the community that was unbelievable like that's um, it's it's sad exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it is it's like these people all they want is likes and followers like they they want to talk about wrestling and they want to get people to their content like instead of creating good content or, or content that, that's different by and and the thing is I'm not even saying my content is good, Brad. I'm not even saying that my content is great and that you have to listen to it. But it's an honest overview of what's going on. And suddenly, in this climate, in this climate, being able to sit there and talk about shit and not worrying about being cancelled or anything like that mm-hmm. automatically becomes good content. Like, I listened to you um, for maybe the first, like... I, I didn't listen to you for the beginning. Like, I just saw you as, like, a, an alternative, like, news guy. But I listened to you, like, do do your shows and whatnot. And, like, you have a great voice. Like, you Thank have, you. and you have a, like, a, like you have a, you have a voice for, for podcasting and radio. Um, like, the way, you know, my, my, I just kind of talk. Like, I don't really do anything with, like, notes or, or anything like that. My shows are, like, all over the place. This interview is all over the place. You probably, like, would have done a lot better if I just let you just do your questions or whatever. But, like, this this is how I this is how I do things. I just, like, shoot. Like, and, and this is how I podcast. Like, I'm not going to be a radio presenter. I'm not going to be, like, I'm not a great podcast host or anything. But, like, I do think that you are. Like, I do think that, like, you're, that, you're, that you have a good voice, that, like, you, you've made your points well and clearly like you know i first when i first started i'm not going to shoot you a message while we've got heat and turn around and go i like enjoyed your the show i listened to i did listen to a show um you know a while ago and like the way that you did it like i turned i thought to myself he's actually he's good at podcasting he's good at radio like and 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 then on top of that obviously you're saying things that are not woke and and you know it's interesting what you're saying so the combination is is great but like I, I can I can respect that, and I can and I know that that's not that's not me. Like I know I'm getting my audience because I just say what the fuck I want to say. Um, but 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 for you, like you know, you genuinely should be able to go on there and and, and have a and have a, a a big job with a big podcast or whatever. But obviously, because you won't play ball. Like that's mm-hmm. that's why it's not it's not happening. But yeah, I I checked you out a while ago, and 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 I think that you have a you, you're you're good at podcasting and radio. Thanks, I appreciate that. I want to wrap this up by playing a little word association. I think this is going to be fun. Say what you want to say when I give you the name. <laughs> uh, so you know what? There was a lot more. There was a lot more I wanted to say. Like I really wanted to get into 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 jesse into jesse and and all these and all these other people like but i mean you know we can we can do this again because i think this isn't gonna go away like this isn't this isn't gonna end or or stop or whatever like so i mean there's there's a lot of people i want to address because i think we really got into this situation which uh, instead um but when we're talking about the iwc you're talking about these particular people that, that are out there in terms of like um, not just SAP, but the people that follow along SAP, this 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 community in general. I feel there's a there's a lot more left to say, but I mean her in particular, the way that she was celebrating this as a as a victory was just was just absolutely r- ridiculous to me. Like she is the most disingenuous person to the point where, like I'm not 
you know, so, some of the stuff that I, because I know it works, sometimes like, you know, we, when we go on shows and you'll probably admit to this as well, like you turn it up a little bit more, like you, for sure, your yeah. opinions will, you'll, you'll exaggerate opinions and you'll exaggerate like takes and, and whatnot. And you need to find things to say on your shows and you need to find obviously um, ways to, to, to drawing listeners. But with her, like, I'm not genuinely like a absolutely horrible person. I'm an honest person, but I, but I'm not horrible. So when you see somebody going through that automatically with a normal person, you would sympathize with, with everything that they're going on. I've no sympathy for her at all. Like I fucking can't stand her. Like everything that happens, like as far as I'm concerned, she deserves it. She's a horrible person. She's completely disingenuous um, I think I imagine she's a terrible fucking parent. She, people are turning around to me and going, "Oh, like, oh, I hope your child sees what you are and whatnot, dude." I'm fucking, I'm fucking rich, and my kid's on a fucking one month vacation, right? I'm working. I, I, I do sports gambling content, which is, which is why, which I, I, I tell you a story. Like I, when I was 11 years old, um, I, I learned about sports betting. And I started to ha- I started to write my bets out. I used to hang out outside the gambling shops, which is what we have, and get and try to get like my friends were hanging outside the, sh- the next door shop. They were trying to buy the cigarettes. They were trying to go, they were trying to get guys people to buy cigarettes for them as 12, 13 year olds do. I was trying I was in the next shop trying to get guys to get my bets on. And then like after a while, like these guys started to see that this 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 teenager Oh, this 12, 13 year old is actually like doing well with these bets. He's he's only betting like five, ten pounds a week. But like he's like, like, we'll just we'll just bet what he does. So this is this is what I've wanted to do for a long time. So I've managed to do what I've wanted to do. Like I I I I'm where I'm at. Like when I got that cancel when I got that cancellation, when I lost that Twitter account, it scared me. It was it was it was I didn't know what I was gonna do that that day. I didn't know what I was going to do that week, that month. Like, how am I going to rebuild this? Like, what am I, what am I going to do? So when the inc- when I created the lockbetting.com and the money started to come back in, um, I started to make a two and a half thousand pound mortgage payments instead of the, what was it? Like 400 pound mortgage payments. I started to pay five times my mortgage so that when we get to this point, I don't have one so that I don't have to be scared anymore. So that so when you turn around and saying like, oh, you're a terrible like role model or, or whatever you are, like, listen, my my son doesn't hang around fucking malls and shopping centers. He doesn't hang around like bad kids or anything like that. He has an activity to do every single day. His grades are top notch. He's going to a top school, right? Um, after school on Monday, he does football. Um, when he was studying for these things that they're you uh, you you do SAT, SATs and SATs over here the same thing or well, we have something called um, eleven plus that he's studying for he has tutoring for his eleven plus he plays soccer three days a week he plays tennis um, he goes to Wing Chun because it's important to to know how to protect himself so yeah like to turn around and say that my kid has a as a ship upbringing when he's sitting here in a in a, in a one month holiday like I think he's going to be all right like I think he's going to be fine like he knows right from wrong like he's not sitting there watching or, or 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 seeing anything that i do on twitter um so everything all the all the foundations that 
need to be laid for him are there. And I will be in a position to invest in anything that he's passionate about, whether he decides to, uh, whether he loves soccer and, and there's a potential to, to do that, whether he loves tennis, whether he wants to be an actor or singer, whatever it is, whatever classes we're doing and whatever he fully navigates towards at some point, if there is a decision to be made um, and he thinks that we're best at that and we really want to invest in it, I'll, I'll, I'll invest in it. So if you can do that for, for your children, if you can come here and you can do a month in the US and you can invest in their in their hobbies and and really try to find out what they are and they, they then turn around and say that, that I'm, I'm a shit parent. Um, the other thing is, one last thing I wanted to wanted to say as well, and I, I somehow missed this out. Um, when 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 it just it just came it just popped in my head from the from the self defense thing and why I think it's important. Now, it's in reason why he does the the, the self defense. Uh, the the Wing Chun is what he does. He's also doing a bit of karate. The reason why that is is not because of an incident with because of Sean Ross Sapp. It's because when I um, came out of the Big Brother house. And this is this is one thing that people need to need to understand when you're looking at this incident this weekend and whatnot. When I came out of the Big Brother house, that show is watched by eight million people in the UK. Mm. We don't have your population, right? Right. Eight million in the U eight million people in the UK out of sixty million is fucking huge, right? Sure. So when you break that down even further, uh, when we're looking at demos, which is a big thing now in wrestling. So when you're looking at the demos of Big Brother. The age group completely misses the the under 16s and it completely misses the over 50s, right? So it's all the people who are around about my age or, or people that will be looking to attend nightclubs and whatnot. So when I was out in the evenings, um, when you when you take away all the youngsters and you take away all the grandparents and everything that didn't watch the show anyway, suddenly it becomes a case of nearly half the country, nearly half the people in that demo know who I am. So when, so when I'm going out and about now, you, it's not a case of like, so we ran into uh, Brock Lesnar this, this weekend uh, because we stayed in the same hotel. Even Brock Lesnar has two security. Me sure. coming out of big brother as a 10 and a half stone model, which is a hundred and 147 pounds is what I weighed when I did that. Cause I was modeling at the time. So six foot one and 147 pounds. That's a skinny dude. Right. Yeah. So when I, yeah. So when I came out, that was, there, there was no security. Yes. Venues knew when I was in there, but when I walked outside, I was on my own and a lot of people like tried to, to throw punches and I wasn't in a position to like fight back. I needed that security. I needed my friends. I needed I needed taxis to be ready for me outside as soon as I came out. Like I I, I wasn't able to to protect myself in in those situations. I'm 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 able to to say that. Like I'm not going to come come out come on air. Like I'm I'm not trying to be a tough guy or, or say that I'm tough and tougher than sad. But I'm not going to turn around and say like, like I'm this that and the other. But in that particular situation, and also when I was involved with British wrestling and some guys, even though I was benefiting British wrestling, well, coming out of Big Brother, some guys were so ignorant and stupid, they didn't see it that way. They, they saw it as somebody coming in and getting more money than them. Um, so, you know, it's taking like, you know, stupid like um, potatoes and things in, in, in those like um, things, in those segments and whatnot they did as well. So it became essential at that point to be able to, uh, gain weight 
to start to train to not be 147 pounds so i wasn't modeling anymore and to be able to protect myself in that in, in 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 those situations so when you're looking at somebody who had to go through that and had to like suddenly protect themselves in the, in these situations to 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 from the from a public that all knew who you were for being in these nightclub situations and everybody knows who you were and you very very quickly need to be able to protect yourself so you can walk to a taxi so you yeah. don't have to come out of a nightclub and go straight into a taxi so you can go out and you can go and get food afterwards and and and, and feel okay about it like i needed to do all of that so when it comes to that that situation this weekend you're looking like at you're, you're you're dealing with a person that was able to deal with that and was able to protect themselves and 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 i think it's like you know when when people turn around and go oh these two dirt sheet morons or these these two guys that can fight their way out of a paper bag or whatever that's fine if that's what you if that's what you think or or, or whatever you you know you want to say about it and i'm not saying that i'm tough or whatever but you know I wouldn't even be here right now. Like, or I would, I would have scars and you know what I'm saying? Like I would have yeah. like, I would have, I would have had a lot more issues um, had I not decided to learn or, or do things to, uh, to, to protect myself from that situation, from that, from doing that show. Um, because it had been, it would have been a case of living in fear for, you know, four or five years. And for me, it would have been even longer because I continued to do all the panel shows uh, so every year when the show continued to come on, they would invite me back on and I would talk about the next year and the next year and the next year. So for me, it lasted a long, long time. And um, it would have been like, you know, run and hide and be like a scared little mouse for, you know, be 147 pound like little mouse who didn't know any like um, any any way to protect themselves at all. Didn't didn't like invest in any kind of training or whatever and do that and, and be that way and just be lazy or actually learn how to fight. So again, with that all that all that knowledge in mind, with the whole SAP situation, had we gone outside, logically, like just 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 think how that would have played out. Like that that's I think that's the final thing I'll I'll say on it. Yeah, for sure, totally agree. So we covered Jesse Davin Award Association, very very good. But I want to also get your thoughts on Share Delaware Horseface. Do you, know, do you know what? Do you know what? I, I know it's word association, but I tell you what the funniest thing is about these about these girls. It's her, and I saw a couple of others. They feel hotter than hot in that in in that community. The way they were walking around, right? It was like models. The models that walk around in a, in, in a London club in in that community, like the way they were walking around. It's like you don't. You're not going to be shit. Like in, 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 if you go to any bar. Like you're not even getting like in my in my in the clubs that I used to run in London because I, I became after after Big Brother, um, I did I did use that to to go back to promoting my my club nights and whatnot. Like none of those girls are getting any free entry. None of those girls are even getting like a queue jump or anything like that. They're paying to get in. That's the level that they're at. But in this community, they are considered to be hot. Any any average or even below average looking girl. Be it like that, that 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 horse face that we just mentioned, or or Jesse Noas, or um, even like, look, I don't have a problem with girl on cinema, but is girl on cinema hot enough to have a have a have a really busy OnlyFans? Only only in this loser virgin community where any girl, any average looking girl, can start a Patreon and say, "Hey, I watch wrestling." These fucking dorks will buy into it. 
It's embarrassing. You're, you, you should be embarrassed if you're paying for that Patreon page or especially that OnlyFans or whatever it is. By the way, I don't know if you noticed this, Billy, but um, Horsey actually posted a picture on Twitter where she was essentially saying, will Billy fight me? This was during SummerSlam weekend. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah. And apparently I threatened her because I said, um, I, I replied saying, I'll see you later on. At the at the so that that was a that was seen as a direct threat because they will cling on to absolutely anything. That, so, <laughs> by the way, she's got a a fapello dot com. I never heard of this fucking site. Fapello dot com forward slash share Delaware. Uh, cheap plug for you, share Delaware. But she's fucking spread her pussy lips on this website that you can go to. Someone messaged it to me, and I'm like. Oh my God! Like, how desperate do you have to be? Yeah, I mean, this 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 is the, this is the, this is the thing with all of them. Like, they they wouldn't they wouldn't get a second look unless it was within this within this little industry. And that's the thing. Like, we we know we 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 then Sap's supposed to be cleaner than clean, but he's like clinging on to him. Like, we know there's probably something going on. We did have the situation a few years ago where we had Ryan Satin um, get tweeted um, to stop following a, a porn star, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, these guys look—they're all—they're all fucking frauds. Like they, at the end of the day, like I think that they're—they're—it's almost a compliment. This, I think, there's like there are actually men inside them, um, but they're trying to to pr- portray this act. They're trying to put this out act there because this act is more profitable to monetize their like their content and it presents them with more opportunities. Look, Sap's a fucking piece of shit. Like Sap is a slimy, cheating, wife cheating piece of shit. He can go out there with his like hillbilly act and pretend that he's defending people against homophobia and transphobia and whatever it is that didn't really even happen. Um, but but yeah, at the end of the day, like he's he's, he's a slimy little dude. Who would um, who would who would take a chance to, to put his dick into anything that, that that offered it to him? So, and and I think that even a part of that, like when you look at my 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 background in terms of coming from Big Brother and coming into club promoting, and then I was offered the opportunity to suddenly I see it over the last year, like these wrestling fans are are sending me my porn series. Like I didn't perform, but because I was a name in Big Brother, they they wanted someone controversial to present the show. The storyline, Brad, mm-hmm. was is that. Um, I would offer girls the opportunity to be in Big Brother because I said that I still knew the producers, but they were looking for girls that were willing to um, have sex in the house this year. They're looking for girls that would really do it in Big Brother, so they needed to they needed to do it first in front of my camera. Um, so I would like it would be like a get girls off the street kind of thing and right. see if they if they really wanted to prove they're in Big Brother, they would have sex in front of my camera. So I did that for a few years, and suddenly that has become right out there in the public with the public domain with these wrestling bands, even though it's like um, 12 years old and they're trying to use it as something to insult me with. Well, if you're getting a hundred thousand pounds to present a series, which works out to 20,000 pound episode, $27,000 for you guys to stand there for two minutes and, and trick a porn star who an act, an act you know it's all acting but to tr- to pretend you're tricking a girl into having sex to be in the big brother house like you're going to take that show you're going to take that job 
um, all day long. It's for me, it's not embarrassing. For me, it's the easiest payday ever. And I know that Sean Ross Sapp and Ryan Satin would love to have done it. I know they'd love to be involved in the porn industry. I know they'd love to go to the porn parties. I know they'd love to have porn stars in their phone. I love to. I know they'd love to have slept with porn stars like 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 I have. Um, I mean, I've had a my son's fast asleep now, so I can talk about all this. Um, I mean, his 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 mum was in was involved in um, a channel called um, Babe Station, which is um, nothing. It's not porn. It's basically just these um, these, these models that you can phone up and, and talk to. So and they, and they come on like at, at night and they're all like their hearts fucked because they don't have to do porn and they, they can charge three pound a, a minute for people to phone them up at night. And they just have a, a conversation, like a, a, a sexy conversation with you. You can see them. Uh, you, I mean, you don't. These girls are getting a thousand pounds a night to, to do that. So you don't get that. You don't get ugly girls on there. So right. they know that about me. They know like about the the women I've been with, the, everything I've done, um, the clubs, the porn, the everything. It's just it's it's everything that I think that Sap and Satin want to be, and that is that is the issue. Sean Ross Sap couldn't want to be me anymore like Denny Denny does with with the way that he behaves and then and look what look what you have to settle for like I wouldn't fuck Jesse like I wouldn't fuck that horse face like they wouldn't even be in the top 100 women that I've been with like you know how fucked I would have to be to go near that girl like do you know how like and and, and like like I said like it's we're, we're talking about like um things that are, are, are in my are in my past at the same time, but but they but they but they still they still happen. Like, look, it's it's all like happened a, a while back, and obviously now and sitting here, like you know, a few years past that point. Like, I'm I'm forty. Like, I don't do the clubs anymore. I'm not involved in the porn scene and whatnot. But it but it but it all happened. Mm-hmm. These are all things that like that that still that still exist. So. Um, I'm not saying that I couldn't do it now. I'm not saying that we couldn't contact people now. I'm not saying that I don't have these friends anymore. But the fact is, is that it's all it's all in my past, and I think it eats it eats away at people because all Sean Rossap is is a failed is a, is a guy that failed in MMA mm-hmm. um, because you know it wasn't taken seriously, and he moved over to this this community because whether this community likes to accept it or not, this this isn't this this community is a step down from the MMA community. Because they will, they will take anybody from the MMA. Look at Ariel Hawani. Ariel Hawani has gone from MMA, and when he decides to talk about wrestling, he's the, he's like he can get the top guys immediately, right? True or false? True. Has Hawani not walked into this right on top? Yep. Right, because because MMA is higher. Yeah. So Sean Ross Sapp failed at MMA, and he can come in here and 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 do and do wrestling, but but deep down, like. He can't be seen to wanting to fraternize with, with porn stars, and he can't be seen to uh, tweet this girl and that girl and, and sleeping around because he's got a wife and, and whatever. So, I mean, look at the end of the day, like I think that the guy is completely and utterly disingenuous. Like there's the I think, as I said, I almost feel it's complimentary to say this, but I do think there is a normal man in there. A normal man that when you take away his platform, right? When you take away the platform, he could sit mm-hmm. down with me and you and come on the show and he could be completely normal. And we could talk about yeah. girls and the product and Sat would fit right in with it because I don't think he's this woke, he deep down, he's this woke 
social justice warrior, goody, goody. I think he's like us and he's acting and he's completely acting and he knows that that's the way to monetize his content. And I think that may be the most controversial thing that I've said on the show because I've sat here and said that Sean Ross Sapp could easily fit into a conversation with us if he let his real personality come through. But he's a fucking fake. I, I, I know that the Sean Ross Sapp that we, that we see that tweets out and says that he's this, you know, great social justice warrior, whatever. And Disco knows as well, because Disco's had real conversations with him. And this is this is part of the the um, how I'm getting to this theory in terms of what I'm saying about him and why I think he's a complete fraud. Yeah, didn't he say he wanted you to be deported? He did, yeah. So it's like, it's this liberal SJW guy who's literally saying he wants you, a foreigner coming into our country to be deported. So I just found the irony in that to be pretty, pretty hilarious. Yeah, the irony, the irony of that is also the fact that he turned around and went, he didn't want me kicked out of WrestleCon, uh, sorry, StarCast, which was never an option. He said he didn't want me kicked out. They said, apparently they asked him if they wanted me to kicked out, but he said he didn't want to ruin my kid's day. Yeah, he came up to me when the kid was there, and he also wants me deported. So how does my kid watch SummerSlam then, dickhead? Like, how, how does my kid get the holiday that he came to have if you want me to be deported? But you you don't want me thrown out of um, of StarCast because StarCast is so amazing. Um, <laughs> but but and by the way, like I just I I I, I feel that it wouldn't be complete if we didn't come on air and just say a couple of things about the StarCast people who decided that Sean Ross Sapp was the right horse to back. They'd come out, Brad, and pretended that I wasn't given a media pass. Not only was I not given um, a... I, I, so I had a smaller pass or a, a lesser privileges than what I was given. I was supposed to have an all-access pass, right? What I was given was all-access and media. Uh, I had an upper bowl seat with all-access, um, a guy recognized me. He's a listener of the show. He goes, oh, I love you. He goes, I'm friends with Conan. He goes, I love you on the show. I'm friends with Conan. Take this pass. This pass gets you into um, D311 or whatever, which is a much better seat. Um, and you can, and afterwards, um, try and get backstage because the Undertaker's here and um, your kid, well, your kid, you should be able to see him when you get back there. Well, he didn't because Undertaker fucking raced out. Like, um, I couldn't even get there fast enough. He had a car a getaway car waiting. Um, it's like he was fucking kidnapping Stephanie again or something. So yeah, but we, we but, but my son did get everybody else. So not only did I actually have credentials, my credentials were upgraded by somebody at Starcast. So that's absolute bullshit. I wasn't kicked out of anything backstage. All that's happened is some fucking some fucking wannabe from or who runs the Starcast events has decided that hey one guy is really unpopular with this community and one guy is really popular. So what we'll do is we'll get some more points and we'll bury the guy who's getting the worst of this, of worst of this. And we'll completely mm -hmm. take the side of the guy who approached the guy with a child, right? We'll completely take right. his side and we'll turn around and go, we didn't invite this guy. We don't know who he is. We don't know how he got his credentials. They even went as far to say as stealing my pass. I stole my pass. Maybe I stole my pass at some point. Listen, I was fully credentialed. Your guys were taking pictures with me. Like half the guys who worked for Starcast knew who I was and listened to the show. 
So don't be putting that bullshit out there when you're trying to just just to track, just to carry points with this bullshit community, right? Like you shouldn't be siding with the guy who who approached me when I was there with the ten year old, and you shouldn't be like making up shit afterwards. What you should be doing is focusing your events because even though you want to put out there that it was perfectly run and everything, at the end of the day, Ric Flair was was oversold as were many many other people. Ric Flair did not complete his 3D scans. Now, can you imagine going down to Starcast to have that action figure made with you and Ric Flair and not getting it? Ric Flair was also well short of completing his autograph obligations, right? And Ric Flair, this great legend who went out and retired that night afterwards, with the, he ended up with everybody else at Tootsie's, Tootsie's Strip Club and had to be pulled out of a toilet because he was so drunk, he was taking a shit with the door open and ended up falling on his face. And he needed to close the toilet to pick him up off the floor. So that's, so that's what you should be focusing on, Starcast. And I wasn't going to fucking say it. I wasn't going to say it because I got, I got no issue with Ric Flair. Like, why should I, why should I bury like Ric Flair? Why should I like bury Conrad or anything like that? But look, Conrad, you had, you had 48 hours to, to retract the statement. Um, Disco asked you to do it. You turn around and said, "Why don't you guys just say it on your own show? You got a big enough audience." Well, fuck you. Like that. Like I, I don't give a shit who you are. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to make friends with the bigger people or whatever. I'm here to talk about facts. And the facts are, is that you were greedy. You oh, you had an old man in the ring in the first place, which he had no place mm -hmm. being in there. If you've seen the match, you looked like yeah. he was going to die. Um, yes. Then you then you oversold the, on the on the figures. You oversold on the autograph. Ric Flair literally got up, and for the well, think about that. Not only did he get up, but and, and I and I wasn't even there at this point because we already got ours first. Because as I said, I was media. I, I got straight to the front, did my thing, got what got out. But I know from other people, and he was turning around for the for you know around about the last fifty to hundred people, saying, "How many more? How many more are going to come?" Like he was basically just not even having conversations and eye contact because he was so angry about how many autographs that they sold. So this this is what you need to be focusing on. Yeah, you're gonna yeah you turn around and went, oh yeah, you can talk about it, but we've already addressed it on our on our on our on our platform on our Twitter. No, one tweet doesn't 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 justify anything. One tweet doesn't doesn't explain the situation of how angry people were with the interactions they had with Ric Flair and the fact that you had to refund that many people on your show. So that's what you should be focusing on, not trying to score points because you want to pretend that you didn't credit or that you kicked out somebody that you never kicked out. You didn't kick me out mm -hmm. of shit. I've got fucking hundreds of photos um, from, from, from backstage areas. Like my son was back there meeting every single person until we decided to go. So nobody kicked me out of anything at all. Like I have a, I, I have a top level media pass, uh, which I still have, which I have posted on Twitter. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, this is just bullshit. It's embarrassing actually. Um, mm -hmm. but as I said, the biggest embarrassment is how, how everything finished for Ric Flair, because I think I know today, like he's, um, selling this, uh, I think it's like, is it weed or something or, or some sort of pipe or whatever Ric Flair yeah. drip is called? Um, yeah. is it a vape? I think it's a vape, a Ric Flair drip vape or something. Um, and he's looking all like smooth and whatnot, but you know, you had your you had your last match, and you finished the night on the floor, uh, with your pants down, in a, in a in a strip club called Tootsie's, 
And the, the, the irony is, is that I wasn't even there. And I was invited to that location by by somebody that was going, like one of the other wrestlers. Because apparently everybody hates me and I don't know anybody. Um, but, I, <laughs> but I was invited down to that location. And I, and I ended up saying, like, look, I can't go. I'm obviously with a kid. But um, I text, like, some of my K100 people and said to, like, some of the guys I met at the weekend who I spoke about earlier and said that they would call and said to them, hey, like, you know, if you guys actually want to hang out with them, um, Rey Mysterio, Bret Hart, Ric Flair, all of these guys, like everybody's down in this place. So, you know, they, they were happy with that because they, they got to see these things and they got to see what I just mentioned as well. So, you know, these are the things that StarCast should be focusing on, not some, not trying to win some little petty media war, which is what they did. So, yeah, I, I wanted to get that in because I wanted to, um, I wanted to make sure that we, that, that we have as much as, as possible because as i said like i did this with you because i i did this with you because i could have done this with russo could have done this on conan disco uh could have done it with Ka my colleague cav um joe cronin reached out to me i was tempted by that but i also saw that he at one point said that we were both idiots or something like with reference to me and sap so i said no sorry joe like um even if you're joking you know it's not I, I feel like this is the one where people will just be most shocked that it's happened, um, mm. which is what which is what I'm all about. Like at this point, like just 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 fucking look. If I'm gonna get cancelled, like I want mm. like I want to get like cancelled, cancelled. Like I want to get like really like Jesus. Like he's never coming back. But at the moment, no one's been able to do it. Like all you can do is get my Twitter accounts like deleted. Get my podcast yeah. account deleted. Get me off K100. Make sure Russo never wants to work with me again. Like, do do that. Don't give, cancel me so that I have no options at all. Cut my head off. Like, I dare you to do it. You can't. You can't do it. You can't kill me. You have to actually kill me. Well, that's what they hate, too. I mean, I was suspended from Twitter for about 12 hours for saying the M word, as they called it, midget. Apparently, that's highly offensive terminology now to say midget. You have to say little people, Billy. So let me let me ask you something about that. So that's obviously not enough to get you suspended. So do you, is there just just so to I can understand Twitter better? Is there a case of um, a the quantity of complaints can sometimes lead to a suspension? Is that a For thing? Sure. Right, Absolutely, so it is. And it goes back to your point about Sean Ross Sapp and his cult followers. They will mass report people. Um, and, and so I think that's what happened here is just people mass reporting because it's so offensive to say midget instead of little people that, that people just can't tolerate you being on social media when you say something like that. Can you imagine like being waking up in the morning and looking in your mirror and you're a cult follower of Sean Ross Sapp? I mean, Look, even if you wake up in the morning, I don't think it's great if you wake up in the morning and you're a cult follower of Brad Shepard or Billy Barty either. Like, don't Agreed. get, like, I don't think it's good to be a cult follower of anybody, no matter how right. famous they are. But Sean Ross Sapp, like, can you imagine, like, say, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking, like, I'm going to fight for this guy. I'm going to tweet for this guy. I'm going to say, like, well done, Sean. And thank you, Sean. And, like, really? Like, that's your, that's your, like, how insignificant are you? On the on 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 life's in the big picture of life, if that 
is who you look up to, and that is who you want to be a cult follower of. Like you follow Sean Ross Sapp. Like really? Like like that's <laughs> that's why you have that's why you have a head and a heart and two arms and two legs and you know we're we're all born the same and that's the path that you took. You're a follower of Sean Ross Sapp. Like that's that 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 you can look your parents in the eyes and they can be proud of the fact that you're a fucking cult follower of Sean Ross Sapp. Do you know what I mean? Like in terms of like yeah. the lack of ambition, drive, and goal, and the lack of personality that that actually takes to, to to be that person. Yeah, it couldn't be me, as they say. Exactly. <laughs> well, Billy, it has been a pleasure. I appreciate your time. It's been a lot of fun. Hope we can do this again sometime. Uh, that's it for Brad Shepard Unleashed. I'll see you next week, and you won't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Brad Shepard Unleashed. Unleashed. Stay connected to Brad 24-7 for news, announcements, and analysis by following him on Twitter at It's Brad Shepard. You've been listening to Brad Shepard Unleashed. Yeah.